Welcome to Soap, the story of the Tates and the Campbells, whose normal life is anything but normal, with co-hosts Tom Diamond, Vicky Ray, Jesse Fultz, and Keith Chowgo. Soap operas come and go, but there has never been a soap opera like Soap. Welcome to the Literary License Podcast, where we're continuing our retrospective of the sitcom Soap, Season 3, Episodes 49 to 64. And today we just have little old Keith Shago and myself. Say hello, Keith. Hello, everyone. And you have me, Vicki, and hello. And before we get started, we always like to see what we've been up to. So what have you been up to? Well, I'm back to work this week. I had a job interview and I got the job. So I'll just make a decision whether I want to take it or not. You did get it. Yeah. um, It's kind of weird. They kind of offered it to me when I just showed up for the interview. So (laughs) I'm just like, sounds debating. Well, I would have been mildly curious. So. Yeah. Well, there's, um, I'm just going to look at the packages that they're, they got to offer me and the pay is good. Better deal. Yeah, the, the money's a lot more, but um, but I have to look at stuff like pension schemes right. and all that kind of stuff. Your so, vacation so, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, so they're, they're giving me three weeks to decide. So. Does that stuff roll over? Um, pensions roll over in the UK? Sometimes, sometimes not, depending. So, And I'm at that age now where I got to make sure that my pension scheme's not affected, so... Well, that's important when you're old, like uh, <laughs> old girl. Yeah, I don't say we're not dying or anything yet, but we're there. And then, what else have been doing? Uh, finished Yellow Jackets, which I love, fantastic series. I just didn't want to sign up for Showtime. I just couldn't bring myself to it, but it looks really good, and I want to watch it. I'm just going to have to find a pirate. Yeah, uh, if you find a pirate, it's worth watching. Um, then um and then I've been watching a lot of um, feel good movies on Netflix, you know. And I put a bunch. I've been of doing them. the same thing. Um, I last one really I think. Well, I've been watching. Though. Like the I watched movie. the Grown Ups the other day. Go laughed my ass off. I haven't. I I don't watch comedy. I just watch all this dark, nasty death yeah. and destruction shit. But I actually watched a comedy yesterday. I was proud of myself. So. Well, I've been watching some of these other ones and I've been kind of like getting a bit teary-eyed with some of them, like the Starling with um, McCarthy. What's her name? Um, oh, Linda McCarthy? The, McCarthy? The, big one, the big one who was in Bridesmaid. And she was in... Oh, um, I know you're talking about. I Molly. haven't seen... Maybe I've seen it. I usually watch all those things with my daughter. Uh, that was really good. Really liked that. Uh, yeah, I saw so many of them. That's like I watched Legally Blonde 1 and 2, which I quite enjoy. I love Legally Blonde. I love I the dog. Seen, yeah, I haven't seen him for like, since they Eons. came out, which is like 20 years ago now. It's been a while. It's hard to believe that some of these movies came out a couple decades ago. Well, I was actually watching on YouTube. Um, the TV show Fame had a reunion because it's been 40 years since it premiered. 
And they had all of them on there. And they came and did a concert that's on YouTube here in England. No kidding. And it had like Valerie Landsberg. And she's like, and it's, she's got gray hair. And she had her like little round red glasses on. And she's all in black. And she goes, she goes, she goes, everyone stand up if you saw TV show fame for the first time. And the audience you know, stands up. She goes, what about when you saw it in syndicated reruns? She goes, maybe you remember this. She tears off her dress. She has like a silver one on. She goes, hi, Fidelity. Hi. Singing <laughs> <laughs> and dancing. It's fantastic. But Bruno was on there. And they did like Star Maker. They showed all the people who died, including Gene Anthony Ray and um, Carol Burnett. Terry Hamilton. And they were talking about working with Janet Jackson because she was in it for a while. And- she has a new documentary. You're not, yeah, she's got a, a tell all coming out. I think it starts tomorrow. I don't know where it's streaming at. Jan Jax has been really private about her life and I guess she's going to come out and I guess it's, it's about her. her Michael was pretty abusive to her. It's going to be really interesting to watch. I think I'm going to try to find it because I mean, we did that last thing about him several years back, but I was kind of intrigued mildly by the, but she's very private and she's coming out and, and just, Hey, you know, this is the way it is was. I actually prefer Janet over Michael anyway. I was like, Oh Janet. yeah, me too. I mean, I prefer even, over Latoya or the rest of them. She's the only one that has this much class. Let's forget about the Super Bowl thing. It was just a boob. Who well, cares? Bowl, I mean, the Super Bowl thing. I mean, that was disgusting. The way that Justin Timberlake took a back seat and she got all the abuse. That was really sick. Yeah, um, she she did take a lot of shit for that. And I thought it was just okay. Well, it was a family primetime thing. It's just, well, it's I mean, just a boob. I okay, know. that's what they're say that it was an accident. Which it wasn't, possible, you know, which their statement to be. So, but at the same time, I mean, even if it was meant to be, why didn't Justin Timberlake get anything? Why did they start shoveling crap at him at the same time? Didn't they? They didn't shovel. I can't remember. No, no, he came out years. unscathed. Well, he did the same thing with Britney. Do you remember the whole thing about, you know, him and Britney going to save themselves? They got married, and that's what they were saying. Right, right. And then he decides that he's going to have, you know, when he leaves in sync, he tells everyone that they've had sex and then like throws her to the wolves. This is like, but then again, that, you know, that's. That's the whole man versus female thing, wasn't it, back in those days sort of thing? But, uh, kind of, I guess. I mean, but, I you know, I mean, when it comes, to, I, I just, yeah, I guess she did get thrown under the bus like a big dog for that. Yeah. So I don't really, you know, so I don't prefer him that much. But I mean, I was reading up on Janet the other day because I love her music and she's still, I love her you know, music. She, I she still, she's, still, she's still the best top selling um, female artist of all time. Yeah, well, her father pushed her into it. Do you know that she wanted to go to business school? Mm. She didn't want to be a singer, but her dad kind of threw her out in the water, made her swim. So it was, it's just going to be interesting. I'm pretty sure that you probably could get it. If I find out where it's streaming, I'll let you know later. But it just yeah. looks like it's going to be really interesting. I mean, it's quite, I mean, if you do think about her career as far as, you know, from Control Album onwards, I mean, every single one of those albums had like num- like eight number one singles off each album. So. I mean, if you think it about it, fit. boom, 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 one after another. Yeah. And it's and another thing that's quite weird is that she had the same producers and arrangers on all her albums, but each album is very individual too, which is kind of strange. Because normally it's like, remember when Missy Elliott was recording a lot of people and he's like, you can always tell right. it's a Missy Elliott song or, or um, you know, so on and so forth. So, but yeah, so now I'll be interested in watching that. Though. I'm a big fan. And another thing I know is remember when she did that screen video with Michael Jackson, and then you saw them dance together, and it's like, and you you couldn't take your eyes off her. 
And which is kind of weird because you think it she's was very a beautiful, too, isn't she? You know, yeah, she's kind of fun to watch because she's so pretty. And her albums yeah. are quite funny because the first album is Control. It's like, I'm going to control my life. I'm not going to have sex. The second one is I'm very politically conscious, but, you know, I'm still not going to have sex. The third one she's like, I'm now I'm having sex. That was the um, Janet album. Then the Velvet Rope comes out. And talks, now, I'm not, now I'm having lesbian sex and kinky sex. <laughs> and then by the fourth album, by the other album, Fall For You, she's like, you know, now I'm, you know, look at that boy with the big package. I'm going to ride it all night sort of thing. And you're like, whoa, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> it's called evolution <laughs> evolution from album to album i mean well, look I at how madonna was... changed through the years you know yeah not that people everybody kind of hates her right now <laughs> well the only problem with um janet i think was in the later album she's just you couldn't make out <laughs> what she's saying it was just like yeah it's like what, what 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 are you talking about i can't understand you <laughs> i remember she was on good times remember was it good times yeah when she played penny yeah, like that was child abuse, didn't it? Because remember, um, I remember one part, one one episode is that when her mother, um, burned her with the iron at one point, and then um, and I just remember that her um, next the next her neighbor um adopted her, didn't she? And she became a regular, right? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. What was her name? Malona. 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 Yeah. Malona. I can't remember. I I can see her face Thursday. Yeah. She was great. I loved her. I just love that whole cast. Mm. That was back in the day. They could be themselves. And they did actually approach actual things that were going on. Like it was Detroit. It was crime ridden. They lived in the, you know, project. I mean, it was just so much more realistic. They were actually in Chicago. Chicago. uh, Yeah. Why do I keep thinking Detroit? I keep thinking Detroit for some reason. I think that's going to bug me. I got to look it up. I think they were like in Cabrini Green. Like Uh like Candyman, you know, the really rough area over there. That's where they supposedly lived. Happened. That's going to bug me now. But I have to say that in the 70s, everything was very, very um, gritty. Gritty? Yeah, like in the 80s, everything got a little bit shiny, isn't it? It's like you didn't see poor people on TV anymore or anything. Everyone no, like, we didn't want to. It's sort of like, you know, the book we're reading. You didn't want to see poor people in the late latter 80s because, um, you know, that would just, you know, upset everybody. <laughs> He wanted like, to make sure that all the peasants were hidden well. Sort of like we're in L.A. I think is it L.A. The Super Bowl is going to be in L.A. So what they're doing is putting partitions all around all the homeless, <laughs> so that when you drive by, you can't see them, even though they're behind the partition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean the seventies. That was like real life, though. If you look, if you, th- if you think about it, it's quite weird when you think about it. It's like Starsky and Hutch, and you know, and then you know, yeah, Kojak and. Rockford Files and and then everything was kind of like gritty and even comedy like Good Times and All in the Family and so on and so forth. Then in the eighties, it's like cop shows became really like glossy, didn't they? I mean, they became like you know, like not Baywatch, but what was the other one? Uh, Miami Vice and everything was like kind of slicky and everyone was rich. Right. So. I loved Miami Vice. I used to have to watch my boys then Cheers. I'd be in the lounge of my college dorm. <laughs> just watching that shit. What You're right. It was. Um, Golden Girls. Golden they Girls lived in apartment Seventeen C in a public housing project in poor black neighborhood in inner city Chicago. The infamous Cabrini Green Homes. Yeah. So you're right. So that um, so that apartment building, that building that they filmed Candyman in the first one. Right. That's, that's Cabrini Green. 
So. Oh, that makes sense. It even looks like it when you think I haven't seen the new one yet. Everybody keeps saying, mm, well, you know, I don't care. It's sort of like the hunt. It was kind of political, but I enjoyed it. I didn't care what it was about. I liked the hunt. You know? I, thought, I thought the hunt was enjoyable. And that, what was it? Don't look up. I watched that and people are taking two different sides of that. I think that don't look up is making both, making fun of both sides of the spectrum, making fun of the science and the politics. I don't think they're picking on one particular side. I don't know if you watched it, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I like, I mean, I think I actually quite enjoyed it. I mean, what got me was how old Leonardo looked. (laughs) What the fuck is Well, they made him look old, didn't they? He's getting old. He's catching up to us pretty soon. He's going to be checking our age box on applications and stuff. I'm just saying. I was just shocked because it's like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) But I I enjoyed it. I mean, it's funny. I mean, I did think that the, um, I think the president reminded me like of Hillary Clinton. The president, I don't even think Hillary Clinton was that stupid i mean i don't know what meryl streep was going for but she achieved whatever it was and it was funny as hell and i'm not really a big fan of their their what do you know their their platforms i like their acting i don't the hell with their platforms but i I actually thought that was pretty funny i loved what they did with it i liked uh what was this jonah what's his face oh jonah hill was her son yeah you know and it's like what a mess he was so you know that's that's you know, a little nepotism. So they, they're poking fun of that. They're poking fun at the fact that we are not equipped probably for a massive disaster, like a global killer. Yeah. So basically that be saying we're fucked. Let's just enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. I liked it. And only yeah. the rich will survive. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, everything's chilling in UK, huh? Yeah. Not much after that. I mean, yeah, just getting back into the swing of it and, this weekend, I'll do some editing, get get the um, last week's episode out and get this episode out. So, yeah, that's about it, really. Nothing much besides that. I haven't done too much. Just, just achieving herd immunity in my family this past two weeks. But <clears throat> other than that, um, I've been uh, going off a list that's in, um, was it the Sexy Horror Pop-Up Group on Facebook? Great group of horror people, I might have to say. They don't judge you. If you don't like something, they will not jump your shit. I've never seen anybody jump your jump my shit anyway, and I'm pretty opinionated. They're just a bunch of good people. But I did watch Martyrs, and then I found out there was a 2008 or 10 version of Martyrs. So I watched that one after I watched the 2016 uh, Martyrs. The original's better, I think. The old one was better. Than yeah, I the thought. first one. Yeah. But I thought that the I thought that the second martyrs, the re, the redo, for some reason, kind of hit me as a little sadder because they kind of die together. I'm not going to shouldn't even say that, but you know, spoiler yeah. alert. I kind of thought it was more touching. I, I felt so bad. It was like a snuff film. I felt so bad for that girl. It was just like constant beatings. Beep 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 beep. I thought I was watching, you know, Mel Gibson's Jesus Christ, you know movie the passion <laughs> that was a snuff film <laughs> that was a, G- brutal, a snuff film. huh i said it's very brutal march it's very brutal and then i finally watched i don't know if you're saying titani or titane it's french movie i've been trying to watch that for like a month because ever since you gotta watch it you gotta watch it if you like atras or golden glove you gotta watch this and i watched it and i still think it was tamer than atras but 
I really enjoyed it. I like French film. They don't have any filters. They always have the most unusual characters. They find these people as they don't look like anybody else. They just don't. I mean, they just had these unusual characters. And I really enjoy their their um, their independent film. And then there's Discovery of Witches. I've been watching that episode by episode. It's killing me to wait every Saturday, but it's the last season. So they're going to tie this one up rather quick. Mm. And then there's 1883. I couldn't watch last week, but it's on this Sunday. And that's the origin story of Yellowstone. And we all know I am a huge Yellowstone fan. <laughs> so can't miss Yellowstone. Got to have my Beth Dutton. But <coughs> other than that, I'm going to try to get through this without using my hair. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess we'll start off on the first five episodes, five or six, yeah. where we meet Saul and the Sunni leader. Oh, who is Robert England? Is Robert England the Sunni leader, Simon? Yes, he is. Yes, he is, Robert England. I just about died when I saw Robert England on soap. I did, that totally eluded me when I was watching this back in the late 70s. Didn't even see it, went over my head. But he kind of pops up in a lot of shit I've noticed lately. Oh, I know. I, mean, I, I mean, I knew he was in V, but then, I mean, he showed up yeah. in um, Dead and Buried, didn't he? When we were Yeah. He pops up in a lot of movies and it's like, that's Robert England. See, he's been around for a long time before he became Freddy Krueger. Yeah. So, but here we go. Alien Burt proves to be a sexual juggernaut with Mary as Billy is indoctrinated by the Sunnis, which use torture and deprivation to bend him to their will. Jody is told by Mrs. David that Carol has run off with another man and offers him custody of Wendy if he agrees to kick Alice out of the apartment, who is Jody's new friend, who is also gay. The real Bert meets Saul, another captive of the aliens, but he's been there for like 4,000 years. So I always wonder if he's like the prophet Saul or his name is Saul or whatever the hell. And Eunice talks to Dutch about escaping from jail. She talks him out of it. Benson, Chester, Donahue, and Major in the Major invade the Sunni's compound only to be captured themselves, whereas Billy has to rescue them. And Benson, Chester, Donahue, and the Major, who had to organize to rescue everybody. So those that was like a big kind of like a clusterfuck of a rescue. But the Tate celebrate Billy's return home, and the real Bert receives an offer of help from Saul to escape from the aliens. Alice and Jody say their goodbyes in order to satisfy Mrs. David's requirement for Jody receiving custody of Wendy. And Mary tells Jessica that she senses that Bert really isn't Bert. Bert and Saul beam themselves off the spaceship. Benson leaves to take a new job, which really makes me sad because this is when he starts Benson. And that was a real popular show. I love Benson. When I see the reruns, I just watch Benson. Mm -hmm. And Bert and Saul beam themselves into and out of nasty situations in the past history of Earth by accident. Jessica tells Donahue that it's time for him to leave after he just continues to pass out going to the door all the time. (laughs) Jessica, Mary, Corinne, and Eunice can't get any sleep because of Chester, Alien Bert, Tim, and Dutch. Danny turns Millie against Mel by promising to marry her, and she helps him to escape. Chester begins to revert back to his old promiscuous ways and Billy stays late to study with his high school teacher, Leslie, and share a kiss with her. Dutch gets out of jail and moves in with the Tates. Danny brings Millie home to meet the Campbells. 
Jody is thrilled as Mrs. David leaves Wendy in his care. Saul decides to stay with the aliens, but sends Bert home. And the real Bert and alien Bert have a traumatic first encounter. Billy and Leslie decide to pursue a relationship. So what'd you think about the first five episodes? I like them. It's sad seeing Benson go because I um, hate it. He's the best part of the everything. I love Benson. Yeah, and it does, and it um, and it does lose a little bit, a little, you know. Within- well, you miss him being in the kitchen. You miss the quippy one-liners and the insults, especially to Chester. Yeah, because and- there's really nobody to take that over. Yeah, and in the warmth that was that went on between him and um, and Jessica as well. And he was like the same one in the household as well, which is quite fun, you know. Well, he's the only one that really showed um, Jessica any attention to. Yeah. So, you know, he actually loved her as a friend because Chester obviously is lacking. Chester's got, you know, all kinds of issues. And that's kind of sad, too. But you also got at the same time, you got Billy, who's kind of being ignored. Because he really is a lot. You know, you talk about neglected. He's really neglected. And that's why he gets indoctrinated by the, the Sunnies or the Sunnies. I don't know if they're Sunnies yeah. or Sunnies. And that's where you got Robert England coming in to use torture and deprivation. And they want to have that intervention where they actually come in and and sneak out. That's where they all put on the blackface. Yeah. <laughs> was it Corinne says it looks like they're going to a Four Tops concert or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it, those were, it was a really good bunch of episodes. You got Eunice trying to get Dutch not to escape from jail. I mean, at the time, I mean, they're really topical to issues. I mean, these were like 1979 this airs. And that time we had the Jim Jones cult. Yes. You know, Guyana and all that sort of stuff that was going on. So that was quite good. And then we also got the thing where um, we have the teacher dating the student as well. And things were starting to happen like that. You had the teacher in New Hampshire back that was maybe it was the nineties where she was dating the students. Yeah. Back then. Well, actually she got, she was dating a student so that he would kill her husband. So it was a little more than dating. Oh yeah. And they made a movie called to die for with um, yeah. Nicole Kidman, didn't they? And um, yeah. And Matt Dillon and yeah. jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Was it? Might've been, it's been so long. I couldn't tell you. But yeah. they made a couple movies about that because there was there was some of that going back then. But, you know, I know a lot of people that had affairs with teachers or college professors. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not unheard of. And she is rather young. She's 28. He's what? Almost 18. Yeah, no, but it's just it's that weird thing, isn't it? So if they were like 25 and 35 or 28 and 38 wouldn't be a big deal. But eighteen and 28 are a big deal. It's kind of weird. Is that? It I does seem kind of wrong, but if it was a guy, but if it was a guy dating a younger woman, but then again, if it was a guy dating a student, he would be in trouble for being a perv. Yeah. So it's I guess kinda... it doesn't matter who it is. Teachers shouldn't date. Teachers don't date your students. It doesn't look good. Not a good look. Well, it's kind of hard to be impartial if you're dating your students with other students. You don't know when you're grading. Or you do fail them. <laughs> there are people out there that probably you didn't, would be. You didn't do your homework like if you had sex last night. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Pass you anyway. Uh, um, it, 
It's sad seeing Alice leave. I really like that character. I loved Alice. I was kind of hoping she wouldn't leave. I thought it was really shitty because that, that was back in the day when people were just finally starting to come out saying they were gay, male or mm-hmm. female, didn't really matter which. But And a lot of them were treated as second-rate citizens, and they really were actually good parents. I know lots of gay people who are awesome parents. And it would have been a crime had they never got a child, you know, because they take really good care of them, sometimes better than regular, you know. I mean, at this point as well, I mean, as far as um, gay rights are concerned, gay rights have come a long way by this time. And of course, in a couple of years, they were still struggling, though, because AIDS had reared its ugly head. Not yet. Not yet, but it was coming years from this. And after that, then it goes. I mean, then it just goes completely backwards again. We go back into the 50s thing again, where yeah, discriminating and then. You know, so people always discriminate and blame a certain population when they don't understand. You know, what was that so, movie we covered about gays? And, and it was such a sad, moving movie. What was that? A longtime companion. Oh my God. That was the, one of the biggest tearjerkers. Oh, that was so sad. That started like, that was from the, that was the 10 years in this, this group of friends' life from 1981 to 1991, wasn't it? And they show all the people that died at the end. Wasn't that all the people that yeah. had passed? Yeah. Oh, that was like really powerful ending. It really was. Mm-hmm. You have to watch it. I don't care who you are. It's a it's an excellent film. Yeah, that was a really good film. And I I mean I prefer that over things like Philadelphia and things like that. I hated Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia experiment. Though Philadelphia did push awareness a lot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because it was a big it was a big Hollywood movie, but um but yeah, I mean yeah, I mean it's you know, it's quite you know, I think a lot of people forget about you know, what, what things were like at that time sort of thing that, you know, there was discrimination that you could get fired for that and you didn't have the rights and, you know, children were taken away from you because at that point anyway, I think children automatically went to the mom, no matter, even if the mom was like an alcoholic, pretty much drug, drug pusher and beat her children, the children would still go to her at this point in, in this period of time. So exactly. Yeah. And we still have, we have, but we got Bert. Bert isn't Bert. Bert is a what? He's a little silver guy that looks like Bert, but Bert is actually an an alien space. And poor Mary is having being sexed out to death by real horny Bert who hasn't had sex in two thousand years. And then alien Bert's very horny, so that's keeping Mary. I'm got, I think it's the point where Mary's getting a bit worn out by it all. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Mary, and then she tries to explain it to her sister, Jessica, which, you know, do you ever notice her? She's doing it a lot where she like puts her hands in her head. She goes, hmm, really? Where she (laughs) wants to start like psychoanalyzing them. And she's actually for being batshit. She's she's the only one. She's got such a big heart on the show. I just love her to death. (laughs) And she's got. Jessica just has, I mean, she's just, she's the heart of the program. Um, but I also noticed is that um, now that we're going into season three, I've noticed that the, because before up until this point, the storylines are going very, very quickly. And I noticed that they yeah. slowed down a little bit on the storylines a little bit now as well. You know, you know, they're not like two episodes and then on, on to the next storyline. I noticed the storylines are starting to go a bit longer. They're sticking with something a little bit because it is a fast episode. Sort of like Dark Shadows. If you miss it, you might not know what's going on kind of sort of thing. Yeah. 
But didn't we have, we didn't have VCRs back then. Did we have them by the late seventies, early eighties? Uh, I think they came up there about 84, 85 when it became quite commonplace. Really? They were really, remember how expensive they were? Yeah. And it was like the big thing to have a four header VCR. It's just like, oh boy. And then you had the fight between beta and VHS for a while. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And then it took forever to rewind your tape. So you bought a tape rewinder so you could be kind and rewind and make sure you send it back to Blockbuster all intact. Remember that? Be kind, rewind. And every time you like rented a movie, I mean, it's kind of bizarre. I mean, because there, there was some um, advantages to V8, you know, videotape. But at the same time, I remember the picture quality was never great, was it? I mean, it's like all past. Well, we thought it was. We didn't know any better back then. But now that you got Blu ray and stuff like that, it's like, Jesus, we suffered so. Well, another thing is everything's letterbox now, isn't everything's rectangular? But then, I mean, all films are pan and scan, so they would blow the picture forward and then, then the and it'd be sometimes like you'd be watching like I don't know let's say How to Marry a Millionaire let's say and basically like one person on one side of the screen so basically you could see one person and the other person talking you could never see them it's only when you got the DVD it's like oh my god there's actually four people on the screen <laughs> <laughs> that's true I never thought of that yeah I, I don't know I kind of I kind of miss going to Blockbuster though it was fun going to pick out your movie for the Friday night or Saturday oh, night I used to, yeah I used to get like four or five movies on the weekend and just sit yeah there yeah me and the kids would go to Blockbuster and Bikini and we and just I remember, sit there and blow um, up on videos well I remember when I was doing my um cross-country tour thing and we go to a motel room and then we go to a, like a Blockbuster and open a membership and then rent a VH VCR a, a video machine to put in the hotel room so you can watch movies and stuff. That was a big deal too, renting a VCR because who had them? You couldn't really afford them. They were like six, seven hundred dollars yeah. back then. You know, now them. I don't know. I guess you know it's really funny because my daughter bought me a Victrola for my Christmas present or birthday present. I can't remember where she got it for me for I went to go find albums because it plays eight it doesn't play eight track, plays cassettes and it plays CDs, plays albums. But albums are like fucking thirty dollars now. If you wow. want to go find an album, if there's twenty seven ninety nine at Walmart and I thought twelve bucks back in the day was a ripoff or seven ninety nine. You know, I mean, I had like stacks of 45s. I mean, they're still in my mother's house, just rotting somewhere in a basement. But mine are rotting somewhere as well. I had like, you know, Loggins and Cena, your mama don't dance, but your father fucking roll. Clint Howard. Rock girl, yeah. Clint Holmes, oh, <laughs> in my mind. We were so lame. Michael, I got a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, they're probably worth a lot of money. Uh, they're probably all scratched to hell as well, though. So, but right, right, worth a lot of money, really, if you think about it. But now, I mean, I, I remember making mixtapes. You know, I would make mixtapes for people and give people mixtapes. I never, I didn't do that. Uh, I did that. I, I can imagine you would. Yeah, because I mean, now I make people playlists anyway, so I do that now. So right, it's not the same thing because when you made a mixtape, you actually had to listen to music while you're doing it, and while you're listening to music, you're finding you know you're pulling up the next CD or album. What's gonna what you can put on next? And some people still have the some people still have the tapes that I gave them, sort of thing. So I got a couple from some people back in the day. Do you remember what uh, Jessica, Mary, Corinne, and Eunice couldn't get any sleep because of Chester, um, Alien, Burt, Tim, and Dutch? Because is that because they took off to go save? Also, because they're, no, their their husbands being oversexed. 
Were they? Well, I know Mary. Well, that's right. Mary was. Yeah, Mary was having that issue. Yeah, Mary I don't think Jessica Mary was. Was she? Um, Eunice was missing Dutch. His Dutch is in jail, so she's worried about that. Um, what's going on with? I can't remember what's going on with Corinne and Tim. Corinne and Tim are on the outs. They yeah, didn't really meant. They didn't really have a whole lot going on with Corinne and Tim in this block. Yeah, because you but left- I think he left her. He wanted to go back to the church, didn't he? Because he said he always loved God and the church more than he did anybody else. Yeah, so she's kind of left him or her with the baby, hasn't she? After the exercise, she's kind of alone with this. At least in this, I didn't see him in any of these. Yeah, they talk about him. He might be. I don't can't remember if he shows up later or not. Yeah, I just remember that he kind of like disappears after the demonic baby sort of thing. Right. Yeah, he did. And then you got Donahue, who's in love with Jessica. She finally tells him to leave. He doesn't want to leave. She probably should have stayed with Donahue because at least he loved her. Because yeah. Chester just cannot stay out of trouble. Yeah, so I think and that's... Got, got Billy. And they all... Isn't this the same five episodes where they all walk into the same restaurant bar? Yeah. Or is that later? What, the guys... Everybody walks into the same restaurant, but Dutch wants to kill Eunice. He's looking for Eunice. And then Corinne is meeting somebody. Dutch is in jail at the moment. So Dutch is in jail. Okay. So this was later because so much goes on. So so basically um, Jessica can't sleep because Chester's cheating. Mary can't because alien Bert's too brandy. Right, Corinne can't because of um, Tim and his commitment issues and going back and forth between her and the church. The and church, Dutch is in jail, so that's that's the reason why they can't sleep. So that's why they got. And the Billy room. is messing around with his teacher. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's, it's a good, you know, it's a good little thingy. I mean, the the, the comedy in it was really hung around um, Robert Mulligan and. Alien Bert and real Bert, and that's what that's where the, that's where most of the comedy takes place is around the. Those well, you got to admit it's pretty funny because he's he's such a physical actor. He he's really physical. I mean, I I just I laugh at him because just because of his facial expressions. Yeah. I love Bert. I I just truly love him. He's like the one of the best characters mm. that she's ever written about. Throwing himself around and throwing himself a bit. So okay. Can, Let's see. Dutch does get out of jail. He moves in with the Tates and he's remember he's cooking up all these. Um, he cooks too much constantly. He makes all that the big pots of stuff because he's used to cooking for the prison. Yeah, that's in our next block sort of thing. Is it? Yeah, the next five episodes. No, it's in these. No, because we're at um because we got we gone up to episode fifty two. Yep, that's where we went. We stopped. Yep. Okay, Dutch gets out of jail, moves in with the Tates. Danny brings Millie home to meet the Campbells. Jody is thrilled as Mrs. David leaves Wendy in his care. Saul decides to stay with the aliens. He doesn't want to go. I don't know why he stayed. Sends Bert home. Who is that actor? He's always a character actor. That's going to drive me nuts. I got to look him up again. Jack Gifford. Gilford. Yeah. The real Bert and alien Bert have a traumatic first encounter. Billy and Leslie decide to pursue a relationship. 
The real Bert calls Mary from a payphone and asks her to meet him at the corner drugstore. And Millie tells Danny that alien Bert has been accosting her. Uh, he was accosting Jessica, too. Alien Bert diverts Mary from meeting with the real Bert. And Jessica accuses Chester of cheating on her again. Eunice tells Corinne that she's lost interest in Dutch. And Eunice and Corinne see Chester having an intimate lunch with somebody who isn't Jessica. This is the restaurant thing. Billy and Leslie go to a secluded restaurant where they say Eunice with somebody who isn't Dutch and Chester with somebody who isn't Jessica. And, uh, and then Tim and Corinne decide to end their troubled marriage. Apparently that's, that's where that took place. Um, the Tates have a party to welcome Dutch into their home. Millie decides that Danny's family is too strange for her. Billy meets Leslie's ex-husband, Charlie and defends Leslie from him. The real Bert calls Mary again Corinne and Jody compare notes on the stresses of single parenthood. Alien Bert refuses to beam back to the spaceship. Mary meets real Bert at the drugstore only to see him vanish, just as he previously claimed he could do when he abruptly rebeamed to the spaceship. The real Bert begs the aliens for a chance to reason with alien Bert. Dutch cooks dinner for the Tates. Mary spouts gibberish about having seen Bert disappear. Corinne confronts Chester about his womanizing. The real Bert turns to Jody for help. Bert, Billy is persuaded by Leslie not to book a hotel room for them. Covers for Eunice when Dutch suspects her of cheating on him. Eunice, Corinne, and Chester are all at the hotel as well, each with someone other than their respective other significance. The real Bert convinces alien Bert to give him back his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's a mouthful. Yeah. I mean, um it's kind of sad about Eunice and Dutch. Um only because you know, it's kinda of like, you know, they gone through so much and then she meets him at jail and tells him not to escape and then now she's having an affair, so that so that makes Eunice seem a bit off a little bit. Oh Eunice? Well, Venus is always off. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's kind of like it kind of makes makes you a bit sour towards her a little bit, you know. Because Dutch goes back in jail. He wants to escape to be with her. She says, "No, I'll wait for you." And then just before he gets out, she starts having an affair. Yeah. Yeah. And by this time, it's like you start liking Dutch as well. Yeah, he was kind of a pain before. Yeah. But then he kind of got liking him again. But the, he, he finally gets a family, kind of, sort of. You know, really, it's hard to, I always think of him as, um, what's his name? Philip Chancellor. He used to play Philip Chancellor on The Young and the Restless. And, and I remember Mrs. Chancellor killed him by driving, the, she was drunk and she drove the car off the road and oh, killed yeah, him. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I totally always see him as Phil Chancellor every time I see him. So it's just like, oh, well, man. You know, you know the woman who played uh, Mrs. Chandler on Young and the Restless. You know her, who her son is. Yes, Corbin. Yeah, Corbin. Yeah, Corbin Burnson or something like that. Burnson. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until they did her funeral. They did a real pretty. She had a pretty live. You know, when she died, it was pretty. Yeah, she's a good actress out there. Oh, I loved her. She was one of the best soap stars there ever was, as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jody gets a second chance at being with Wendy, 
but he has to get rid of Alice, which really sucks because she's a really great friend. Yeah. Why Saul stays with the aliens, I don't know. But Bert does decide to go home. This is where he finds him. And, what they, don't they meet up on the 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 girders like yeah. a thousand feet up? And they're well, I don't know. One of they scared that one guy by accident, and he fell. And they were just watching him fall and hit the metal as he went down. Boom, 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 boom. That was called, but it was pretty funny. Can't get away with that anymore. <laughs> and then you got the teacher. Who's only 28, and I think we already covered the fact that eh, maybe it's not such a good idea for the teacher to be, you know, with Billy. But he's turning 18, I guess, in this block. So I guess he's not really jailbait anymore. Yeah, because he has a birthday, doesn't he, at some point. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then Chester's going back to his old ways, which is kind of bizarre, really. I, mean, I don't know why they put that storyline in there a little bit. I don't know. Well, probably because you wouldn't have had the, you know, the, the, that whoever she is that comes into the picture tries to mess with him. But I didn't, but, uh, but Chester's just, they always on every soap opera, they always have that one girl, that one guy that just can't be loyal. And that's just what they're doing. They're making fun of soap operas. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty legit. I think it would have been neat, nicer if you just saw someone else do it only because you had, you know, previously you had like Chester and fighting for the affections of Jessica and now that he's got the affection to Jessica because she's making made a decision, now he's cheating on her again. So it's like, so that just makes Chester look like, you know, no, I, no one can have my wife but me, but I can do whatever I want. So it kind of made him like that. Do you know what he's I mean? He's kind of a douche, yeah. Yeah, it made him, it made, it made him a bit more douchey than, than the previous time when he was cheating around on her. Do you know what I mean? Because now it's like... Well, no. But he says everything because you got an episode 53. They're all basically the whole family's at lunch and everybody's doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Yet they're all still at this this restaurant. I know, they're so they're all guilty of, of no good. I mean, they're all doing bad. So. Yeah, so and you Eunice, I, don't, I mean, she did lose. I mean, she she really was all over Dutch. Now, all of a sudden, she's bored with him. Yeah, and she's, you know. This, I guess it, maybe because he's too, he's just, well, he wants to kill her. They protect her all the time because he got in jail for murder. So they think they're going to murder her. Yeah. So they're trying to keep an eye on Dutch so he doesn't murder you. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's just kind of like, it just, I mean, you know, the, story, the storylines are funny, but I just have to say with Eunice and with Chester this time around, I mean, when Chester was cheating on her when the, when the series first started, that was kind of a difference. But now because he's like, he, you know, he's fighting for Jessica's attention. Jessica chooses him over Dutch. Now he's having an affair right afterwards. So it just makes him look like a scumbag now. Do you know what I mean? So, so it's not. Eunice it's not doesn't look bad. Dutch does. No, no. I'm saying that I'm talking about Chester. Chester. Yeah, because Chester's just a, it's an old horny man. Yeah, because, well, Jessica has to make, Chester makes a decision, doesn't she, between the two guys. So she chooses Chester because Chester's fighting for her loyalty and her love. And then right after she chooses, he starts sleeping around. Yeah. So it just puts it. So, so what was. He just kind of wanted to get rid of the little guy, you know? Yeah. But what the thing is, what made it, what was funny about Chester sleeping around in the first place, it was funny now because of the storyline that happened before. Now it's like, I'm going to cheat around on you, but no one else can have you. That's what it sounds. That's what it's like. You know what I mean? So it's so it's kind of taking it. Uh, it's kind of for me. It's kind of a slight misstep for Chester. 
you know, well, she's gonna, she's not going to take it much longer. I kind of felt bad though because she she should have just gone with the you know, yeah, she gone the with little the guy. guy. So, but that's only. I mean, I mean, that's my only thing about the Chester thing. But, they, but Tim and Corinne decide to end their troubled marriage. But I don't understand why it was trouble. Was it because their baby was? He well, his is his mom. The death of his mom. The church all that sort of stuff is tied into that's that true one. yeah he just wants to go back where he thinks yeah then yeah. you got the tates having a party to welcome dutch into their home and then that's where all the the comments abound the one-liners just just are so fluid in these it's i can't even remember them all they're so funny Mm-hmm. And Millie decides that Danny's family is far too strange. I think it's funny how Danny's like, yeah, what are you staring at? What are you staring at? Millie is black, by the way. <laughs> and back then, I guess it was, I never thought it was a big deal. I guess other people did. I didn't think it was a big deal. And people were dating the few black people we had in our schools back then. I, I mean, I, it's, I guess it was a big deal for some, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's not a big deal for the Campbells or the Tates. Danny's the one that makes it, is making it a big deal. Right. But they did like clutch their pearls a little bit over it. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, but at this time, I mean, we had the Jeffersons, isn't it? And we had the, um, you know, we had the next door neighbors, which they were a mixed race couple. And George Jefferson used to call them zebras. <laughs> Oh yeah, Oreos. What else did he? Yeah, he was mean. He was just ornery. Yeah. Didn't didn't um didn't his son and and the other girl have a baby? They were both yeah, black, but the parents were mixed. That's how, that's how they knew each other because um their children were dating each other. Yeah, and they were all in the same building. He was the he was the white honky dude. And then yeah. who was the who was that weird big guy? Oh my god, he was so weird. He was Polish or something. What was his name? You know, I'm talking about the strange neighbor. He always had women over, but he was the strangest freaking guy on the planet. Yeah. I only, I, of the Jeffersons, I remember Mr. and Mrs. Jefferson a lot. They're a friend of mine. I'm, I'm, I roughly remember the, the mixed race couple, but I, the one that we always remind, the one that I always have a strong memory of is the housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Florence was it Florence? Yeah, Florence played with Marley. Gibbs. She was such a wise ass. She was a snitty little thing, wasn't she? Yeah. I loved her though. Yeah, yeah was she was a lot of fun. I miss. I wish they could make, get away making shows like that. They were so much fun, but that but that was a window in time. Those those that is never going to happen again. If yeah. it does, I'll be very surprised. Very. Well, I think she. I think. I think. I mean, I think that. I mean, I soap. I mean, soap starts. I mean, I've noticed that this season, I mean, it's so funny, but so, you know, it's, it's missing Benson. Jefferson's because Florence leaves and gets her own show. Yeah. And then the Jefferson's kind of missed something. So it's really sad. But I, but then again, I can understand why Benson would get his own TV show because he was funny. And his, and his show was good. Didn't, wasn't Florida. Florida was mods. Made. Housekeeper. Made, yeah. Housekeeper. There was quite a few spinoffs that came off of. Uh, all in the family, quite a few. Yeah, yeah, because it's Jefferson, and Florence got her spinoff series, and it was Good Times, Maud, um, Mary Tyler Moore as well had a lot of spinoffs as well. Mary Tyler Moore, Rhoda, Phyllis, yeah, and Lou Grant, which was Phyllis, yeah, yeah. So those were all great. Also, after we got 
Dutch going into the home. Millie, okay, Millie, we all know that Danny's family's too strange. They have that family dinner, didn't they, during this one? Yeah. And you got the, the guy, it was, you have the Bob, Bob, Bob making him. racial jokes. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you got the ex-husband. You got Billy's uh, having to deal with Charlie, the ex-husband from the teacher, Leslie, who is Gary Ewing. And he's kind of a butthead, isn't he? It's just yeah. like, oh, man, Gary was drinking even back then. <laughs> I don't care. I've got millions of dollars. I can be drunk underneath whatever I want. Just before not landing. Yeah. You know, the whole problem is not landing as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was always drunk on not landing. I remember he was, yeah, Gary was always messed up. Yeah. He was always. Yeah, Realbert finally gets a hold of Mary without disappearing, so she doesn't think she's crazy. Mm-hmm. They meet at the drugstore. Realbert begs the aliens to reason with Alien Burt, but finally he reasons with Alien Burt. Tells him it's not so great being a human if you're not used to it. We have a mortality rate and everything else. I don't understand why Leslie would want Billy to book a hotel room. Why don't she just book the hotel room? It would be easier if she did it. She's the adult at the time. But he's 18 now. Well, so yeah. I guess he can man up and, and I would, that would be so, ooh. Well, in those days, you didn't need a credit card to book, did you? You could just show up and throw the money anyway, couldn't you? Back then, I don't remember. I think you had to have something. Didn't you have to have something? I guess not. I don't remember. God, it's been yeah. so long. I can't yeah. remember what yeah. I did in the yeah. hotels yeah. for any reason back it then. It would be a hotel. be a motel, wasn't it? If you, <laughs> you book a motel real easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now they want, like, you know, a couple of references, your blood type, especially those Airbnbs. Oh, my God. I was at my daughter's video today because we always use Airbnbs. And Airbnbs have got little cameras all over them that you don't know are there. And I just realized this. And it's just like, next time we get an Airbnb, I'm going to, like, totally look all over the place for the cameras. Because it's just like, God, people are just, I wouldn't doubt it. They don't want their property destroyed, but that's just fucking nosy. As far as I'm concerned, that's just awful. I have to go in with an EMU just to set it off. And just so <laughs> everything gets shut down, just so you can have a bit of peace. God knows what they're going to do with that camera footage either. What they do with it. <laughs> it just, it just, just God only knows. You know, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> It's just like cares. <laughs> I, mean, I don't bother. I mean, I change my clothes or get out of the shower. I don't bother shutting windows. I just figured, you know, if you want to look, look. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And same thing with me. I don't, you know, you know, if I see something, I, you know, if, if I see something I haven't seen before, I'm just going to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Well, after having three babies, you don't really care. Everybody's seen your shit at that point, so nobody cares. <laughs> but we finally get. Alien Bert to get his life back. Poor Bert. He just doesn't have an easy time of it the next few days. Yeah. Billy persuades Leslie not to book the hotel room. Covers for Eunice when Dutch suspects her of cheating on him. So, yeah, Dutch comes in. Dutch isn't stupid. I guess everybody thinks Dutch is stupid because he cooks, like, huge pots of goulash. and shit. <laughs> he comes out with those big freaking pots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, another thing is, it's like, there must be only one hotel in town because they all show up at the hotel. <laughs> Cheating. Is this supposed to be California? I can't remember. No, it's in Connecticut. It's in Connecticut. That's, yeah, okay. Is Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. What am I thinking of as in California that we were doing? I can't remember. We do so yeah, much stuff every week. That was in um, California, but that's in Connecticut as well, isn't it? <laughs> or something. 
Well, bewitched. Yeah, we thought that was California, but that was New York State. And I didn't realize that up completely until last the last block, you know, where you saw the license plates and stuff. Yeah. Because I always thought it was sunny, sunny Southern California. Precisely. But no, it's the tri-state area. Yeah, with no, you know, where no snow happens. No snow. They're getting blasted today, I can tell you that. Okay, Billy tells Jessica about his relationship with Leslie, finally. Bert convinces Mary that he was really abducted by aliens. Danny makes friends with a recently widowed black woman named Polly while visiting Elaine's grave. Well, that could be, okay, who's Millie then? Danny is captured by his wife's kidnapper. That was when he she captured Elaine and this guy had taken, and he was trying to find Elaine, right? Did we miss where Elaine died? Didn't we talk about that in the last episodes? Yeah, she died. She died um, in season one, season two. Yeah, that's right. And Paul, well, he was still after them. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, okay, Dutch informs Eunice that he knows that she's cheating on him. Mary tries to explain to Jessica about Alien Bert. Jessica follows Chester after seeing him with another woman again. Jessica tells Chester not to come home after catching him and his latest mistress in a hotel room. Bert, that was funny. Bert and Mary get a routine medical exam, and Danny tells Bert about his infatuation with Polly. Polly is the, the pretty little black girl. Jessica meets Leslie despite her misgivings about Billy getting involved with his high school teacher. Jody has his fitness to care for Wendy challenged by the welfare department. Jessica agrees to let Chester live in the guest room while he promises to get help for his problem with his infidelities. Jody has problems finding a nanny for Wendy, and Mary considers this an opportunity to ask him to move back home with his parents so that they have help. The real Bert feels insecure about living up to alien Bert's sexual performance. Billy has his 18th birthday party, but the festivities are strained by Jessica's anger at Chester and Dutch's mistrust of Eunice. Jody agrees to move back home with his parents. Leslie announces that she's quitting her job so she and Billy can pursue their relationship more free, more freely. The Campbells welcome Jody back home. Chester and Jessica consult a minister about their marital problems. Chester is committed to reforming his promiscuous ways, but is tempted by the minister's daughter, Gloria. Danny meets Polly's family for the first time, but Polly's brother, Eddie, disapproves of him. Mary is pregnant, according to the doctor, and Bert has a terminal illness, according to the same doctor. So there was a lot going on in that one. Yeah, so we got real, real Bert coming back, and then basically his paranoia with his sexual impotence, which we've kind of seen this before. So I noticed that now Soap's starting to repeat a little bit some storylines here as well, you know, because we got the impotence of that. But we do get Mary being pregnant, which is quite, quite fun. Right. And then we got Bert this time who may have or may not have cancer. Right. Or he's got some kind of illness that's going to, he's only got five months to live. Yeah. So, so, you know, so now we're going to get some, some nice time with Bert. You know what I mean? With Bert, like saying his goodbyes to people and stuff like this. So, well, he also had Billy trying to help him. 
because Billy believed that he was real Bert and he really realized that there was an actual alien Bert. So Billy was the first one to believe him that he wasn't lying. And then we got Jody moving back in with the parents, which is, which is going to be fun because you got, that means now we got Jody living with Bob and. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a shit show. Yeah. And Danny makes friends with the the black woman that that, that Polly he meets at the at the cemetery. I guess she's got her husband there. He's got his wife there, Lane's grave. And I'm trying to figure out how Dutch figured out Eunice was cheating on him. Did she? Did he find notes or something? Or yeah. was she just disappearing on him? Well, he's disappearing, and his act is is acting up, you know, not normally, and he's working lates again, and you know, he's repeating the. Um, the pattern that he was doing when he was um, having affairs before, wasn't he? So now you got Eunice following suit because she's yeah, not as any better than dad at this point. Hasn't fallen too far from the tree there with Eunice. So, um, which is kind of weird because Corinne was the one that was always promiscuous. Now we yeah. got the promiscuous one sort of thing and not as secretive about it. But then again, she was always having an affair. She was having an affair with that married Senator. Wasn't she? That one. Yeah. Yeah. So she's never been really, you know, yeah, innocent. I mean, she can't really seem to find her own guy. They, she's always on the sly with somebody, except for um, Dutch, yeah, who actually does love her. He was all exciting, I guess, when he was on the run. And now that he's back to not being exciting and on the run, you know, she's kind of bored with her life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But she did. She goes really. But Jessica really laid a lot down to Chester because she caught him in that hotel room with that that girl who he pretended to be a table he covers her up and makes it look like she's a table or something Jessica isn't that stupid but apparently yeah. he thinks she is the table starts backing out of the room and then he you know I, li- I liked um Danny meeting Polly's family sort of thing that was quite good yeah yeah um, Danny came clean with his family about the teacher not Danny but um Billy he finally, and his mother's, I mean, you got to say Jessica's, pro- well, Jessica and Mary, probably the most understanding moms on the planet back in the day. For 1979, you know, they're pretty cool. Well, they love their, they love their children, don't they? And they, you know, and they always try to do good by their children sort of thing and be supportive. And, you know, even when their children are in the wrong, they're always, you know, and they do it delicately as well. So they don't bodozer over them. Um, it was nice to see Danny at Eunice's because I've Elaine's grave. I mean, because I miss. Yeah, so sad when she left. She died. That was a sad. That was a sad death. I really. I that I I kind of I really miss her on the show because I loved her. I loved her on the show. I just did. She was just fantastic. She had to go off and make Greece, so she had to leave. Yeah, she had to go do Greece. (laughs) Oh well. Oh. I mean, um, we got Jody moving back home with his parents because that'll look better for social services back then. For one, two, he needs the help. It is difficult being a single parent. Yeah. Billy's now that he's eighteen, he wants to, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing with Jody. I mean, he has a career in uh, directing commercials and advertising, doesn't he? So, I mean, that means his hours are going to be all over the place, aren't they? Anyway, so right, so it's going to be difficult for to get a decent nanny anyway. 
And in this, yeah, I don't, I can't imagine hiring a nanny when my kids were little. It's normal people don't hire nannies; they don't have the money. Well, I also think that in this town where the Tates and Campbells live, we have yet to meet a normal per- normal person. So I, God knows what a nanny would be like. <laughs> this town. Oh my God! I know. So, you know, and it's just, um. And then we got, you know, I, I like the idea with Bert trying to, you know, go back into normal life after everything that's happened sort of thing. So he got him trying to integrate back into his life, what it was before he was abducted sort of thing. Right. Um, I thought it would have been quite nice if they had a conversation about more about alien abduction, though, a little bit around that. Well, isn't that the time when that book came out about the hills of New Hampshire? Yeah. Betty and Barney Hill. Mm-hmm. And that, that kind of controversy was coming out. I think that's what they were poking fun about. People were starting to come out back then and say that they were abducted by aliens. They were, you know, probed and, you know, all that weird shit happened. Well, it's kind of like um, when he comes back, they kind of just accepted that it happened. But, but before he got abducted, remember, they were making fun of him. Yeah. Oh, a spaceship, yeah, right. Well, he thought he was invisible, remember? He was doing the clap thing, the snip yeah. the clap, and he was invisible. So, you know, you had Mary going there for a while because she was really concerned that she was losing it and thought Bert disappeared. But he was really alien Bert. So, but now we got regular Bert back. Mm. And poor Bert, now that, now that, you know, got Danny's meeting, or Polly's meeting the family, Danny's meeting the family. Let's be an interracial couple. You got Jessica and Chester. They're consulting this minister about marital problems, but you got Gloria who throws a monkey wrench into that because Gloria is the promiscuous uh, reverend's daughter of all things. You know, she turns out to be a real pill, doesn't she? Yeah. Mary's pregnant, but, you know, you've been, and Bert has a terminal illness. So, I mean, well, Mary's that's how they ended that. Is, is it alien Bert's or is it real Bert's baby? It's yeah, that yeah, that comes in the next five episodes where she finally figures out it's like, oh my god, you know, mm-hmm. is it Bert or is it Bert? You know, what well, can you imagine? You gotta kinda I, I can't remember either. So it's good that I can't remember how that worked out because I don't remember how that worked out, but I guess I'll figure it out. doesn't tell Mary that he's dying. Danny and Polly profess their love for each other. Billy and Leslie have their first sexual encounter. I didn't think it was that sexual, but oh yeah, they did, didn't 
Nay, because he's like, oh, wow, the next day kind yeah, of thing. They finally consummated their relationship. So Yeah, Danny is torn by his feelings for Polly and his fears about being an interracial romance in a world which is less than tolerant. But if he'd stop bringing the attention to it, people probably wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. Mary comes to the ghastly realization that alien Bert might be the father of her baby. Danny learns that Bert is dying. Bert expresses a desire to get himself in the Guinness Book of Records before he dies. So he has to do something notable with his life, which is all BS. It's kind of funny what he picks. <laughs> Eunice asks Corinne to cover for her so she could continue to cheat on Dutch. Chester is seduced by Gloria, the minister's daughter. I always say you can't rape the willing. Polly brings her family to Campbell family home for dinner and misunderstandings between the two families abound. I mean, it can't get any worse. Jessica throws Chester out permanently after he confesses to cheating on her again with Gloria. And I'm glad she did that. Mary confronts Bert about his odd behavior in the pursuit of getting in the Guinness book of world records. Dutch turns to Corinne for advice about Eunice. Jessica Seeks out Donahue only to learn that he has finally married another woman since they last saw each other. Missed love. Jessica tells Mary and Polly's mother about her chaotic love life. Dutch blows up at Eunice. Carol drops in to see Wendy. I don't think I'd be too appreciative of that. Jessica consults Dr. Posner, a psychiatrist, about her problems, and he shares her frustration about having an unfaithful partner. Bird is told by his doctor there was a clerical mistake and that it is not him that is dying after all. Billy is starting to get tired of Leslie. Corinne comforts Dutch after Eunice runs away. Bert is overjoyed that he's not going to die. Chester is discarded as a lover by Gloria, the minister's daughter. Danny and Polly go house hunting. Dutch and Corinne end up in bed together, much to Jessica's shock. Dr. Posner drops Jessica as a patient so he can ask her for a date. And Carol tells Jody that she intends to sue him for custody of Wendy. So a lot of loose ends kind of got weirder and more congealed <laughs> in these last few episodes. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, now with Bert not going to die. So, I mean, they they ran through that storyline quite quickly. But you did get some good moments with him and Danny and, you know, and the understanding there. Well, he catches up reading that book, What to Do If You're Dying or something like yeah. that. Then they try to come up with something to get in the World Book of Records so that he has done something with his life. Like, what is it? That balloon. What was the other thing he did? He was doing a couple things. He was he was touching the balloon. He was trying no, not to stay awake, but because he says he only has five months. He doesn't have 17 years to, to do all these bizarre things that Danny's trying to come up with. Mm. And then you have the interracial stuff that really is, you know, it's kind of, I guess that was kind of really actually on its way up. Back in the day, well, even Betty and Barney Hill were an interracial couple, weren't they? They, yeah. they were. They got uh, abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. And then you got, um, and then of course, once the consummation of Billy's relationship goes on, then Billy's like, "Okay, well, yeah, is that it? Big yeah, deal." So, and the thing is, that's you know, when you're young, that's what normally happens, isn't it? You kind of like, okay, this is it. Probably especially for the girls. This is it. Seriously, I waited for this big fucking deal. But that is for another podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Danny knows that Bert isn't dying. We got through all of that. And he decides he's not going to. I think he doesn't pursue the world book after that. Mm. 
And poor Eunice, well, not poor Eunice, poor Corinne. She has to make herself look like a slut puppy again to cover for Eunice so that Eunice can go mess around with a new guy. Chester is still a bad boy because, I mean, how hard? I guess she made it hard for him, though, because they're in a hotel, him and Gloria, and she's supposed to be ministering to him, but not in this capacity. Yeah, she gave a new name. She gave... Get new meaning to get down on your knees and pray, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, um, and then you got the Campbells and the Campbells and uh, Polly's family having dinner for the first time, and nothing is going right. Well, I think I mean I thought that was quite realistic. You know, when everyone's trying to like hide the elephant in the room. Yeah. And everyone's trying to not say something inappropriate and what what you end up having is everyone saying everything they're saying is inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. Especially especially Bob, the, the puppet Bob. I mean but you can but you kind of the only two that really are down with it is Gloria's mom and Mary. Because they decide to go back into the kitchen and have a drink, don't they? Because they realize like God, what are they thinking their lives are going to be so difficult people are going to be hard on it you know sort of like that movie with Sidney Poitier you know look who's coming. Guess coming, who's, look who's coming to dinner yeah I right. love that movie that is such a good movie I really need to watch that again mm, and Jessica actually throws Chester out permanently at least permanently for now until whenever yeah I mean it's you know it's good that she finally took a stand and stood up for herself you got the Mary comes over to Jessica screaming she needs to get a calendar because then she realizes it might not be Bert, Bert that's fathered her baby, but it could be alien Bert. And I would be kind of concerned because they were little silver guys. So is the baby going to look like alien Bert or the little silver guys? Yeah. Or well, is it going to be like a humanoids from the deep kind of thing, you know? Well, Jessica goes to her psychiatrist and the psychiatrist falls in love with her. <laughs> it's like every time Jessica- I know, but wasn't that a mess Somebody though? Because that was a it. shit show. Because here you're thinking this guy is going to say, "Oh my god!" But he actually likes her, and he's totally understanding her. Men just fall all over the place over just Jessica. Everybody yeah. loves her. I don't think there's a man yet that has not been victim to her charms. You know? No. She's just something about. Her. She was a lady though when you think about it and she did have a younger man in her life all of her life she never did stay within her you know never stayed in her lane that's why I always loved her no matter what she was on whether it was that or with uh you know when she was in the other show well in a couple of months we'll be covering oh, that movie name? she did called lady in white so oh my god I loved her in that movie she was actually scary looking in that movie you know she made it really scary ghost actually because she had the face for it and the kind of the washed out kind of look, I guess. I love that movie. It's a totally underrated movie of the 80s, I think. Yeah. A lot great. of people don't, you know, think too much of it. But she was a great actress. I really was sad when she died. Mm-hmm. Um, Dutch is finally getting sick of Eunice's shit. Because he's not stupid either. I mean, this storyline's gone on for a long time. This is like half the season with this Eunice and Dutch. Story. And Dutch. This yeah. has been going on for a while. And it doesn't seem to be going anywhere at this point. It's pointless. But they all tell Dutch that he's still family. And then you got Dutch, you know, Corinne. How did Corinne even end up in bed with Dutch? That was just, it's, I knew I saw it coming, though. I did see it coming. Well, I, mean, I don't think Jessica know. saw it coming. Well, she, I mean, it's, he was, 
you know, she was there for him. You know, she, you know, Eunice is there. And so she, he's discussing all his marital problems with her. So I can understand why they got closer. Let me see. We had Ted Shackelford. Okay. We talked about him. He came into the picture. He's still in the picture. I think he's trying to help Wendy get the baby. Isn't, isn't he? He's not a very nice person in this. Yeah. But Danny and Polly are getting closer together. They're house hunting. And it kind of, what was that movie I was watching? What was that? It reminded me of that show I watched. Oh, God. What was it? The, 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 the Black Family Moves Into the White. Oh, God. What was it? The White Neighborhood. What was that called? It was a whole series on Netflix. Or was it? No. Or was it Amazon Prime? Which where the black it? family moves into the white family in LA. Oh yeah, that was. Um, oh my god, I loved that too, and I can't remember the title of it. Yeah, I was going to need another season of that actually. No, I can't remember the name of it actually. I want to say Lovecraft Country, but it wasn't that. But it was- no. Oh god, that's come to me after I get off the computer. It was a great. It was. It was excellent. I loved how it was done. It was. It kind of actually kind of really. Made you kind of, you know, hmm, things were not so good for black people. You know, the people they were treated like that. I mean, you always have those that are going to be, no matter who you are, they're going to be mean, cruel, whatever. Well, you're always going to have stupid people in the world. There's nothing you can do about that. You're always, yeah, there's always going to be those that. Fortunately. Well, fortunately, they're few and far between. Okay, mm-hmm. so Dr. Posner is going to ask out Jessica. And we we did leave with Wendy. They're going to try to. Uh, well, but wait. We Chester is getting a taste of his own medicine, mm. as the uh, his lover Gloria does not want him anymore. She calls him old and soft, <laughs> just like oh, nothing worse than telling an old white dude that he's old, white, and soft. I mean, that's probably the worst thing you can say to somebody, even today, especially today. Bert finds out that there was that accident, so he's not going to die because all the records got mixed up. So Bert's going to be okay. But um, after that, got Corinne and Dutch. I don't know where that's going to happen. Billy's tired of Leslie, so we're all moving into. I mean, we're we're kind of transfixing into the last few seasons, you know. Mm-hmm. So, which I was really sad it didn't last longer. I mean, Bewitch goes on and on and on, but we can't have soap. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Benson's gone. I mean, Benson's. Um, did we stop at sixty-five, or did we go on from here? Sixty-four. Okay, sixty-four. So yeah, I mean, the next the next block we get Benson's um, replacement that come, finally comes in. Yeah, um, but, I can't remember that though. Yeah, but I mean, we do. I mean, there's some interesting episodes and stuff like this. And, you know, it's still very enjoyable. But I have to there and say that, for me, it's kind of lost a little bit for me. I enjoyed it. I still enjoyed watching it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's funny. It was funny as hell. I Like I said, I, I, yeah. I laugh constantly when I'm watching this. It's very lighthearted. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I don't care. I'm glad that we did it, even if it's just for myself, because... I'm enjoying it. It makes me laugh and I need to laugh. So, yeah, I love, I mean, I love the series, but I'm going to say this block. Um, I enjoyed it, but it is, it, it is losing a little bit of steam. You can see where the, you know, so your final thought on it is it's losing its luster, maybe a little bit. You think that it's time is coming. Did it's they run out of ideas? Meaning, but they we're getting to the point where they're actually starting to regurgitate storylines. 
a little I bit. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. You know, like the like having that problem with another show. It's just, they, they keep spinning and doing or adding on or telling it as a memory or they haven't done this with soap though yet. Well, we got, but they did. I mean, the end of the screwing around thing storyline going again. And it's almost the same thing when we first were watching, it It was the same thing going on sort of thing, sort of thing. So there's, there's that a little bit. Um, Jody stopped dating. So his homosexuality has kind of been pushed to the back a little bit. It does mention when it comes up to like child custody. Well, that was the fun part about it though, was because they, the insults, I mean, it was just really, I mean, the one thing with Ted Shackelford came on, he was kind of, professing the mean part of what people were doing to gays back then and it was hard watching ted shackleford do that because you know he's not like that you know Mm -hmm. but that was kind of like but he's such a jerk in this but i think i just keep thinking of him as gary ewing i loved him Gary Ewing. it's like gary's not mean you know well, it's like Joan Van Ark's always going to be, um, whatchamacallit, she's always going to be valuing, isn't she? There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Talk about being pigeonholed into something. Yeah. You know, sort of like JR. I mean, well, he was, he actually, JR got out of it easy because he, he was known as, uh, was it Major? Um, for so final thoughts, it's still very, very funny, but I'm finding that it's it's losing a little bit of lackluster. It's not as it's it's still funny and funny and very, very quick, and very, very sharp. But then I'm finding that there are storylines that are actually going on longer than they would normally than that we normally experience. Like the Eunice and Dutch thing seems to be going on forever. Right. It, it is now. getting kind of. It, yeah, that that storyline's kind of getting a little tedious. I have to admit for myself, I I was really enjoying it when he was on the run, mm-hmm. and you had Chester and him in the prison together. I mean, I guess so. I guess I can see where you're coming with that. So, <laughs> and, and then the and this and this is Chester, you know, storyline going again sort of thing. So it's like, oh, okay, I kind of wish they would have done something slightly different or something with that sort of thing. So uh, other than the, the, the reverend's daughter, so cliche. Yeah. And I kind of, yeah. I kind of wish that um, Jay and the Bob aliens, had... if they went and got Chester, that would have been funny too. What if the aliens got Chester and Bert? That yeah. would have been fun. And I kind of wish that they had, um, I wish that Bob and Jay had a storyline. Who? Jay and Bob. Well, they, they do. They're, they're obnoxious. They get all the good one-liners. Yeah, they, they, they only pop up and they do like their little note. They say their little insults and then they disappear. They don't have a storyline. I kind of wish they had a storyline. I guess that's the only... But that's the only um, criticism I can push again. I mean, they're not, it's not a huge criticism, but I just kind of wish they had more to do with... Because I love... Every time Bob comes on, I love it. I just get really excited and start laughing. They, they He's brilliant. I wonder... Whatever happened to him, we should try to find him. I know he's still alive. He's still in Las Vegas. I wonder if he's still doing. Yeah, he that, is. That. I kind of agree with you, though. It's kind of sad watching, you know, it, it's like the end of an era, when, especially when you're our age and you're looking back on this, because we really did enjoy stuff like that. And those days are like over for like ever. We're never going to have shows like this again. If we do, it'll be a very rare moment in history because everybody is offended by this and offended by that. And I mean, I, I take solace in watching all the old stuff now because it's so much funnier than the new stuff. I'm just, you know, because everything is a reboot of this or a reboot of that. 
And I just like, what? I mean, if you don't see this stuff for like 30 years, it's all brand new again, isn't it? You know? Well, I think also is, um, you know, I think we also get, they were having a lot of problems with the sensors and the network as well. They were having a problem. People were freaked out about the content. You know, there was a lot of religious groups really upset yeah. about, you know, God, man, we've come a long way. You know, I don't care what people say. We have come such a long way since 1979. Yeah. You know, well, no, maybe a little and beyond. There's so many different platforms you can go on now that basically, you know, you don't have to depend on commercial dollars because you can, you can find your audience. Not anymore. I mean, that it's that media is wide open now. You know, look at us. We, we cover just about everything or anything we want to cover. And no one gives us any grief, right. except for maybe your music in a Muslim country or something yeah, that they don't appreciate. What, what, where was it that didn't really ha- were happy with our last, whatever that was, whatever that song was. Oh, oh my God. Your hand in the hand of the man who still. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they got us banned in a couple of Muslim countries. So. Oh my God. Oh, well, I guess that this could, I guess that could, got anything else or is we, are we concluding? I guess we're concluding. I got nothing else actually. I mean, I'm still really, really enjoying it. I mean, it's, I'm still enjoying it. I kind of hate seeing it. I wish they would have gone beyond season four, but. Well, I can understand to... why it didn't last past season four, because well, be... without giving too much away, we do lose one huge character. Yeah. Season four. Yeah, that was that, that was that was pretty much it. You know, mm-hmm. that was like the nail in the coffin, I think. That's going to be it's a huge, hugely missed character. That Yeah, it's it, I think that put was the final nail. Yeah. Probably. But uh, uh, so this is the end of our literary license retrospective of soap season three, 49 to 64. 
And tune in next time where we'll be discussing our movie, American Psycho, directed by Mary Heron. And we're also going to be covering the novel by Brett Easton Ellis. And so it's, and we will be taking up in the next few months, uh, we'll be getting into the end of season three and the end of, in the beginning of season four for the uh, retrospective of so. And I guess it's good night for myself. Vicki, have a good night, everybody. God bless. Good night for myself and see you next week for another And it's a wrap. Aren't you something to admire? Cause you shine in something like a mirror And I can't help but notice You reflect in this heart of mine If you ever feel alone And the glare makes me hard to find Just know that I'm always parallel on the other side Cause we're going in my head In a pocket full of soul I can tell you there's no place Cause it doesn't seem really as simple And I can't help but stay Cause I see true summer in your eyes Ooh, I can't ever change without you You reflect me, I love that about you And if I could, I would look at us all the time Just with your hand in my hand In a pocket full of soap I can tell you there's no place we could go I figured it out, you were right here.
they can see the set in my heart is the space and now you're home. Yeah. Show me how to fight for now. You show me, baby. I tell you, baby, and it was easy coming back here to you once I figured it out. You were right here all along. It's like you're my mirror. Oh, my mirror staring back at me. Oh, I couldn't get any bigger. Reflection. All I see is you. My reflection. 